Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. We're at 877-474-3302, Computer and Technology Radio, and Mark Cohen is not with me right now. He's taken off to bigger fields, but I am about to talk to my dear friend whom I adore, not just because he's the CTO of Pixar, which only says to me that he's incredibly, incredibly bright and smart. You can find him on Twitter at Oren Jacob, O-R-E-N-J-A-C-O-B. Um, he has done this amazing, and I watched the film, great film called Ready, Set, Bag. I mean, for years I have watched on the David Letterman show, any of you who are Letterman fans have seen that he has the winner of the national bagging competition, the grocery bagging competition on his show, and I always thought it was really cool. As a matter of fact, Oren, are you on the line with me? I'm here, Marcia. Hello. Hi, I was uh, at Trader Joe's the other day, and this woman perfectly bagged the grocery bag, and I told her about the competition, and I said, <laughs> you have to do this, and you have to see this movie. So, Oren, thank you for joining me. Um, tell me, ready, set, bag, what, how'd you make it? Why did you make it? <laughs> uh, I'll start with the why question. Um, a couple years ago, uh, meeting some, um, uh, some new employees who were talking about our, for our uh, high school summer jobs, and one of the folks in the conversation said that he was a bagger but never made it out of regionals. And I didn't know what that meant. We talked for about five minutes, and he told me about this contest where the people bag groceries competitively, and the high school band showed up, and there were coaches and cheerleaders and uniforms, and the governor signed a proclamation, and uh, I couldn't believe what I was hearing and uh, was just possessed by the idea that it was just kind of, awesome and insane and totally cool that people actually competed at like a national competitive level in grocery bagging. And um, that kind of got the idea in our heads. On the drive home, I called my wife, Justine, who ended up directing the film, uh, on my cell phone and said, I know what our next movie is, and uh, we were off to the races. Um, pitched it at Sundance and won awards there and then started making the film just on our own because we just thought the idea was so interesting. And then, of course, the film, as you saw it, has so much more than grocery backing it, but that's how the idea got started. Very, very cool. <laughs> now, i, I got to tell you, the excitement that I see on the film, like you said, you were kind of blown away when they said the high school band, the whole thing. This is really a big deal. Tell me about the National Grocery Bagging Competition in Vegas. Uh, how, when does it happen? Who goes? And, and what is there? Is it like Miss America where they have state you know, breakdowns, you know, city, state. I mean, how do people who are, you know, like great grocery baggers get into this? Um, well, it, there are um, state uh, winners. from uh, I guess about 26, 28 states compete. It changes year to year. Um, and those state uh, winners go to nationals. It's in Las Vegas every year. Um, the uh, contest occurs at the National Grocery Bag Grocers, um, sorry, the Independent Grocers Association uh, National Conference, which is often at the end of January, early February. And in the course of the week-long convention, um, one of the highlight events is the national bag-off. And so all the state champions from across the country um, who qualified for nationals get flown in. They often come with their store managers, moms and dads, and local cheerleading sections uh, show up as well, too, because there are fans of grocery bagging who will travel. Now, wait Vegas. a minute. Do, do they send, like, flyers to, like, Ralph's? 
<laughs> you know, post up on the, on the uh, bulletin board in the back of the store. How do people find out about this? Is this really something all baggers know about? Well, that's an interesting question because it really depends on the state. Um, some states are, are relatively small. Some states are, are huge. So there's quite a difference, which we discovered while making the film. Um, just to give you a quick contrast, the state of Utah um, has several store chains that, that compete. They basically have farm teams. They're coaches who, like, pick out talent at the high school level when they're first doing their first bagging jobs and really, like, develop them as competitive baggers going through the uh, county and then regional and then state contests in Utah. Um, so it's, it's a, very, a very competitive, very serious situation. Uh, California, which, of course, in population is much larger than Utah, actually is a much smaller contest but is way more crazy a scene. So California's contest turns a bit into the Thunderdome of bagging, if you will. Oh, that's so cool. So, like, Um, when do they have the California contest? (laughs) That's right right past Labor Day, typically. It's in September. It's in uh, the parking lot of a nugget market uh, here in Sacramento. And (laughs) most of the nugget stores compete, but they take it to a – bagging is is part of the contest, but it's as much a spirit contest amongst the stores in that chain – Oh yeah, it sounds so cool. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. They come. There's like 500 people dressed up as like you know Julius Caesar from ancient Rome. They're like 500 Tahitians showing up from a different store. 500 guys. Oh, Trader Blue Joe's, you have to get into this. Trader Joe's, I'm calling to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, some states really have like uh, the union organizes it, other, it for the grocery bagging union. Some state is not. So it's really all over the map depending on your state. But in the end, if you're in a state with a contest and you're a bagger, uh, you know, as long as you get in touch with your state grocers association, you can find out where it is and compete. And if you're not, I'm sure if you called up the um, National Grocery Association, NGA, and you can get a contest going on in your state. So, uh, yeah, and some are big chains, like, you know, Safeway and Ralph's compete. Other times it's mom-and-pop stores, like Macy's or Nuggets or, uh, or uh, Chris's Food Mart in Minnesota. Okay, so what's the age range of the competition? <laughs> I mean, you know, what, what is the youngest and what's the oldest from what you've seen? Well, you do get um, high school children, at, I said children, I mean the young adults, at the 17, 18-year-old age group. That's where um, Jacob in our film was just still in high school at the time. And for, uh, John Sandell, another competitor, a character in our film, uh, was uh, had a 50th birthday while we were filming. So, uh, And Kim, who never gave us her age, but is probably in that range, she has adult kids. So it quite spans, um, sometimes all the way from double ARP members down to high school, uh, and everywhere, everywhere in between. It's one of the few contests that actually does that when it comes to age range. That's amazing. Well, you know they're sending AARP notices out to college kids now. Seriously. <laughs> I've seen that on Twitter. It is ridiculous. I mean, they're trying to get everybody into the fold early. Well, one um, thing about the contest, too, to that point, is that they're actually age is not particularly a predictor of who's going to win. And uh, it, it can range year to year. And having made the film, when we, of course, attended many, many bagging contests while shooting the film, we've become pretty good at handicapping grocery bagging contests now. Um <laughs> And when you show up to one, either at a regional or state level, the contestants, again, will range in age from late teenagers all the way from, I assume, to 70 years old. And there's really no – you've got to look at the bag to actually see who's, gonna, who's got a good chance to winning. The age is not the predictor for it. Okay. Now, you've watched enough of these bags. If we, uh, This is high technology, folks, seriously. <laughs> if you have to bag your own bag, as you'd have to do in a lot of supermarkets who have, you know, bag-it-yourself kind of area – um, how do you properly ba- bag a grocery bag? Well, there's how you bag the bags for yourself, and there's how you bag the bags competitively, which are related, but they're not quite <laughs> the same thing. When it comes to bag, though, bagging structure matters, and being a geek, and I direct a Pixar, so I qualify as a geek for sure. Oh, um, for sure. Uh, proper bag, if you took a bag, and you bagged it properly, and it took a razor blade, and you sliced the front face of the bag and just removed it so you could see the inside, sort of like an mm-hmm. X-ray of your cross-section of your bag, 
Got it. You want the bottom to have the heavy items, in particular metal things like cans. Um, on the sides, you want um, boxes, for example, cereal or boxes of granola. That will give the sides of your bag structure. In the center middle, you want to place breakables, uh, maple syrup, a glass jar of uh, uh, strawberry jam, those kind of things that are protected. And then on top, you want your crushables. And, of course, that would be the bread. And bread on the side or bread on the bottom only smushes the bread, at which point everybody's upset and you get a bad sandwich. So uh, yeah. <laughs> that's critical. Now, the most important part about this from a competitive point of view and also from a customer service advocacy, which is what the stores really are trying to push with this contest, is that you also evenly weight the bags. As a customer, you're walking back to your, you know, so you have four bags of groceries. If you're tipping over in the parking lot, you're probably going to spill your bag. Huge drama ensues. Everybody's unhappy. So the tricky part of the contest, and also for you bagging yourself, is that you don't want to put all the cans in one bag and then just the bread in the other because you'll bust the can bag and oh, tip over the parking lot. Okay. And that's where the contest gets very tricky because the, the competitive baggers themselves can often get within three or four ounces alone in like 30 seconds bagging four bags. And okay, they, but do they have a separate division for the cheesy plastic bags? <laughs> uh, at the national contest, you do paper and plastic. It's two rounds. Um, wow. Both, and you're judged uh, on time, uh, bag structure, and then even weight distribution, and, you, and a smile is part of the uniform. So you have to bag with an appropriate and positive <laughs> attitude, because if you're, like, furrowed brow and really getting into it with, like, an angry, snarled, competitive face, that's not the kind of thing that the stores really want. So that's also part of the deal, which adds just a little bit of figure skating into the contest. <laughs> it's judged mm, attitude like as well. It. <laughs> I love I love this. I mean, you know, people think, you know, this is a technology show, but this is the perfect thing for geeks because it, there is a science to this. It's not something that uh, just anybody can dive in and expect to be able to compete in something like this. How much experience do the people have? Um, it, it's it's ne- never less than a year. I mean, folks have been in a store working for at least a year if they're particularly gifted, but often it's, you know, two, three, or four years into their bagging career, especially in states like Utah that are very competitive. Where they have, they actually will train their baggers not only for how to bag at a st- at a store checkout aisle, but also how to bag competitively. Um, and it's sort of like the analogy, I guess, would be to like pro car racing, and that you know major car manufacturers fund their Formula One divisions in order to have trickle down technology. Like those stores yeah, yeah, will have yeah. like weapons grade baggers to make sure they can bag as well as possible for their for their cu- customers. So kind of what you're <laughs> saying is it's a gift. It's it's kind of like uh, playing Yo-Yo Ma. It's kind of, you know, anybody could pick up a cello, but they ain't Yo-Yo Ma. Um, you're really either a gifted bagger or not. Well, I think when it comes to, like, spatially projecting how to assemble that, you're talking about a 3D Tetris game, uh, and some folks have that gift. There also is a large element of raw practice because how you handle the groceries, if you're, if you, as you watch the film, you'll see different contestants have different techniques. Jacob will tend to take its arm in a sweeping maneuver and, like, hurdle up four or five large items and kind of place them in at once. And that can be good in, like, a bulldozer effect to move a lot of groceries at one time, but it means that the actual structure inside the bag is not as well controlled. So the accuracy versus speed trade-off at the competitive level is a very critical decision one has to make, you know, if you're taking this very seriously, which people who compete at the national level certainly do. (laughs) Well, when when you're competing with anything very seriously, I mean... (laughs) Listen, we're going to break, or when we get back, we'll have another uh, 10 minutes, and I want to know a little more about making the film, marketing the film, and when are we going to get to see it? I'm going crazy going to ReadySetBag.com. This is Marsha Collier on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. Well, they've done it again with the SSD Now V-Series Drive. If you truly want to enhance your system without breaking the bank, then you have to check this out. The V stands for value. This drive is available as a standalone unit or with their desktop or notebook bundle kit. The bundle kit even includes a Cronus True Image cloning software. SSDs use less power and have no moving parts. When using a notebook, less power means the difference between finishing a movie on an airplane before the battery dies. With no moving parts, an SSD is more durable to drops and shock. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing life into an old system. When I choose memory or drives for my own computer, I always choose Kingston. Kingston has it all, quality, performance, and price. Go to kingston.com for more information. Install them in your computer. I promise you're going to love them. Are you frustrated by how little you understand about your computer or word processor? Or perhaps you'd just love to sell some of your very cool stuff on eBay? Do you think that reading a tech book would be just as hard? Enter the For Dummies series, famous for making great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn just about any subject in the universe. They have books like Laptops for Dummies, or Flipping Houses for Dummies, or even, you know, eBay for Dummies. The best thing about Dummies books is they're easy to read, easy to understand, and great fun. I've personally used many Dummies books, and everyone in the Dummies series is truly a learning adventure. What are you waiting for? Get off the couch. Run over to your computer and go to your favorite bookstore and get a For Dummies book today. Visit Dummies.com where you can find over a thousand topics to choose from. There's a Dummies book for you and every member of your family. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. I know you're going to love them. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. VinVillage members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. We're at 877-474-3302, and I'm talking to my pal, whom I adore, Orrin Jacob, who has made the best, well, the be- I've seen it, the best indie film, Ready, Set, Bag, well, Orrin, it's second only to One Six Right in my independent film favorites, I have to admit. Um... <laughs> It's an independent film about real people. And because I write for dummies books, I love real people. 
I don't, you know, we live in a tech ether a lot of the time, and we think, you know, oh, we're so cool. But there's a whole world out there of interesting people, and in the film Ready, Set, Bag, Orin has managed to capture the excitement and the real heart of people when they're competing in this great contest. So, Orin, what, when is it coming out? And, and what is it like trying to market a feel-good movie, which doesn't seem to be in style these days, as we say? <laughs> well, there, I, I'll, I'll take the easy part of the question first. Um, uh, right now, if folks want to check out what we're doing with Ready, Set, Bag, um, you can either go to, com. Uh, you go to the website directly and watch the trailer. And we also have a Blip TV channel, which has a couple minutes of, um, of, new, of new, new, new footage that we shot while making the film. We place it every week or two on readysetbag.blip.tv. In fact, I'm uploading a absolutely killer clip for you right now for your show that we had um, custom mixed for us by the famous video DJ Mike Realm himself, who's also is a fan of the film. He's taken a spin for just the show as a special thing to reveal to you, your listeners today. That'll be up, I Super. think, in about three minutes, if I look at the upload time right now. And I'll, and I'll be sure you. to tweet that as soon as I get the link. <laughs> Pass it on. So if folks want to follow right now, they can watch stuff online. Um, as far as uh, screenings go, our festival run has mostly come to an end. We have one or two local festivals in California we will play in in the next uh, few months. And we're planning a theatrical release right now uh, for the early fall. Um, so hopefully at the end of summer we'll be able to premiere the film, uh, we hope, in New York, uh, perhaps in Chicago or L.A., and then take the film out to 20 to 40 cities um, and uh, across the country uh, through the fall. And in doing so, I just want to mention also that since we have a film that's all about putting groceries into bags, um, we support local community food banks everywhere that we play the film and also with everything that we do. Um, and so we're working right now to connect with the food banks in the cities we wish to screen in, and we often support them by either donating $1 per ticket sold or something like that. And uh, just in a couple special event screenings so far this winter, we've funded already about 4,500 meals so far. Wow. It's been a few nights here in the Bay So that's a pretty that's cool thing great. that we're doing, too. That's great. I have to turn hardly normal onto that um, on Twitter. You know, Mark Horvath, he's the voice of the homeless, and he's very involved in feeding people. So I'm going to have to turn him on to this whole project. So oh, please do, the, and other two listeners, too, if there are other folks who work with food banks as, in the listening community who want to get a screening in their town with the food bank, you know where to reach us now on readysetbag.com and bounce us a mail or Marsha as well, and uh, we'll yeah, make sure we'll, we get the film we'll to your place. So when are you planning Los Angeles? Are we having a red carpet? <laughs> Uh, we'll see. We certainly talked to a few theaters down there, and we'll do our best to uh, arrange one just for you, Marcia. So, <laughs> no, I think it would be very cool if if we had a screening in Los Angeles and send invitations out to the Los Angeles supermarkets, and invite the baggers out. So, I I think this would be a great event. I really do. Uh, we will absolutely work to make that happen. <laughs> now, okay. Um, now you have iPad and iPhone competitive grocery bagging apps. What's the deal with that? <laughs> Um, well, as the, uh, as the iPad came out a few, a few weeks ago, and um, uh, I went to a developer conference with some friends to hang out, and people were talking about um, cool games to build for an iPad, and I was telling them about Ready, Set, Bag. And the idea to actually do a competitive grocery bagging iPad game just kind of organically came out of that uh, chat over So coffee. is this like Tetris kind of for, for a yeah, grocery like bag? A third, <laughs> one-third Tetris and two-thirds judged mogul skiing set at <laughs> the checkout aisle of a grocery store. Um, and uh, a few folks uh, in the gaming industry immediately wanted to build the game, got in touch with us, and so we're in final discussions now uh, for a game studio to produce a game for us, which I hope we'll be able to announce next week if it all goes well. Um, we should have it out uh, middle summer, some, end of summer sometime, and then we'll do an iPad and an iPhone version as well. And 
Yeah, I think people will really enjoy it because you can either play by yourself bagging or we can go head-to-head, bag versus bag, um, and see who can pull the most Get it on in. the Wii. I, I think, you know, have the whole world doing this on the Wii would be really cool. <laughs> well, I also have some vision of uh, some family checking out the grocery store and the kids playing grocery bagging on the iPad while the parents actually deal with the groceries at the actual checkout aisle. I think this is very funny. So see if I can make that happen, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see what appealed to you about the project. But how do you see it as a shared theatrical experience? You know, why does this why does this really matter? Why should people you know see this with other people and watch the film? That's a good question. It also gets to your question earlier about distributing a feel good film. Um, seeing a film as I often do in my home theater or uh, on my on my laptop or my Mac at home it is an experience I will as a filmmaker myself. I will use to study a film because I'm watching it by myself or maybe just with my wife and kids. Um, but when films come out and are released. Um, we make a big effort as a family to go see those things in a theater. And seeing a film in a community of folks, uh, you know, some of the big dark space of a theater, whether that's a 100-seat or a 1,000-seat, either one of those cases, depending on the size of the venue, as a community watching a film together, the reaction you have to seeing a thing, um, whether it's somebody laughing or somebody gasping or just, you know, the shuffle of the audience or not, it, it really magnifies a lot of the response and the emotional connection we have to, to, to a film, really of any genre. And in our particular case, though, um, one of the challenges with a documentary film is our film was not born into brothels, it's not Iraq and Fragments, <laughs> it's not Baghdad ER, which are all amazing films. Um, but we're a film about, about the American experience and folks you know, who work and enjoy the job. But just the music makes you feel good. I mean, it, the sounds, the whole thing, just it makes you smile just by watching the film. I thank you for saying that, but it's also one of the marketing challenges of the film, because that's not a typical play that a film in the documentary market tends to succeed at here in the States. So we are having a bit of a struggle against that to get audience members to come and see a film, which is not typically what the documentary genre presents. But folks who do see it, especially in the screening room, I mean, uniformly love the film. Uh, we get standing ovations at festival screenings pretty much all the time now. I don't mean to be blasé about it, but audiences yeah. love the film. And it's also unusual to have a family-friendly documentary, too. So whole families come out, and you have like a couple teenage kids who are baggers and some of the younger kids. And one of the things about grocery bagging is that everybody like in this country, except maybe if you're a farmer who grows their own food, which today is like not to even 1% of the population. <laughs> Negligible, yes. But most of the universe goes to grocery stores more than once a week, and they take their kids with them. So, you know, three-year-olds come out of our film who are, like, just learning English, and they are like, whoa, bagging mommy, bagging, and screaming to the parents about how excited they are. Um, and we have stories of parents who call us up a few weeks after a screening, and their kids will come home from the store, unbag the groceries, and rebag them for their parents, and then criticize the grocery clerks from the, you know, from the back of the cart when they're being pushed through because they're so into the film, um, which is great. It's so, super awesome to get that kind of audience response to a film. So are, are you going to yeah. go to Sundance or are you going direct for the Academy Award documentary? <laughs> we should be so lucky. Um, Sundance only takes premieres, and the film has already screened in the States. So even though the film began as a pitch at Sundance, uh, it will not be screening at the festival. Um, and that just is a matter of timing when we came out. So we actually premiered at the L.A. Film Festival where we first premiered the film. Okay. Um, and yeah, if the Academy calls, I'm sure we'll make time on our schedule to go visit. No worries. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to start an online campaign for the film. Really, <laughs> little little social media action once it once it comes out. I'm and, happy to be fully involved in that as much as I can. <laughs> Getting the word out is always very helpful. Well, we need to get a, a no offense, fellow geek, um, to go up there and win that award. I think you'd look great up there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Marcia. <laughs> so we're about to run out of time. 
people can find Ready, Set, Bag, and I'll be tweeting the link to readysetbag.blip.tv on the new stuff you're putting up. Anything else real quick you want to tell us before the music starts? Um, mostly that if uh, I hope folks enjoy the film, please check out our stuff online. Uh, we love talking to a- any audience members out there in the universe, so you can email us, you can tweet at us, talk to us on Facebook as well, and uh, the more we talk about the film, the more people get to see it, which is all good for everybody and for the food banks as well. That's great. So you're on Twitter at Orrin Jacob personally and at Ready, Set, Bag. And Ready, Set, Bag, they interact with people and talk to people, and you really want to get into this. Thank you so much for joining me, Orrin. Me, Marcia. Thanks to your audience for listening. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. All right. That wraps another Computer and Technology Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back next week. Mark will be here. I'm on vacation. So this is Mark and Marcia. Don't text and drive on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon. Since 1996, Canon has sold more than 100 million compact digital cameras. Their product line covers the gambit from simple to shoot to the camera that the pros use with eye-popping results. For those priceless family shots, Canon is the name you can trust. To check out their entire line, log on to Canon.com. That's the only name you need to know, Canon.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Are you frustrated by how little you understand about your computer or word processor? Or perhaps you just love to sell some of your very cool stuff on eBay? Enter the For Dummies series, famous for making great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn about any subject in the universe. They're easy to read, easy to understand, and great fun. For Dummies books are at bookstores everywhere or visit dummies.com. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. Permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, 
plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your Little League team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com, and thanks for listening to WS Radio.